0: listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. One.
1: Boring. You overdosing? Not fucking interesting. It's about transferring your emotions and all those moments into something cinematic and moving. So, you know what? Good luck, Marie. I hate you! I hate you, too. I hate you, more.
2: You fucking I hate you the suck. most!
0: I fucking the hate you! fucking... Ah! Hey, hey. Ah! Welcome to the one take podcast episode 53 we are back at full staff jake is back with us back at it again with the white vans i'm gonna keep doing that meme until it's back in style but uh, we are joined by uh, less than underscore humblest teed, deplatformed platformed they got you out of there again for like a day oh that was good um he is back with us again uh talking malcolm and marie
1: the oh. netflix
0: movie <laughs> yeah as jake already groans um, we've
1: only brought t john for bangers i feel like we just disrespected him
0: this is uh this is uh, we bring t john every thousand downloads for mm-hmm. our uh podcast because uh he's instant he's instant downloads people love <laughs> themselves some uh, some humble teach but um no, it's uh, it Malcolm and Marie time because it's a new movie. We are starved for new material these days. We got to talk about it. Other than that.
3: February, there's a movie with black people in it. So we got to talk about yes. it on the podcast. Yes. Last week, we talked about the whitest movie that ever exists. The social <laughs> <network>.
0: <laughs> there are no black oh. folks in that movie. I kind of realized that after the fact. I was kind of like, oh, shit.
4: The uh, blackest I, person in that film is Justin Timberlake. So. Yeah. I, will, yeah.
1: I will have you know Quincy Jones' daughter, Rashida Jones, is in there for one minute. Yeah, that's
3: true. <laughs> yeah, that true. was before I knew Rashida Jones was Quincy Jones' daughter.
0: They <laughs> really put that two and two together. So the same thing is like when Christian Bra- Braille, Christian Bale is is British, yeah. but he's Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, how we doing? Uh surprisingly, Tej is the warmest of us all right now. It is very fucking freezing outside if you're in Texas.
3: Yeah, they shut down my job for the next 2 days cuz they were just like, yeah, fuck it. Nobody's coming to work it's too cold. Like that's not a thing that should happen. It shouldn't be so cold outside that nobody
1: can work. <laughs> it's bad is winter. So cold. Outside people actually followed guidelines. <laughs> yeah.
0: let, us, let us do, let us do, it's fine. Yeah. Jake Jake tweeted is like, oh, it's cold as shit outside. Better stay inside. Coughing a lot. Might <laughs> as well go, go to, to a Chili's.
1: <laughs> Dude, because I've seen so many tweets of like DFW and Austin people like, guys, just stay inside, like, don't drive. It's scary out there. I'm like, there's still a fucking pandemic. Don't go outside, period. <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean, <laughs> this is just basically what I've been doing for the past, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've been, you know, tiptoeing around those lines, but like most weekends I'm just at home. This is just what I've been doing, but with extra steps and it's cold
3: yeah and i have to make my faucets drip so my pipes don't burst that's the is that thing. like a real thing does that, that actually it, work yeah.
0: that is a real thing actually didn't dex asked that on twitter and you know, we got a resounding yes my um, I can't believe that's real. it's
3: what the email on friday they were like make all your fucking faucets drip right the fuck now <laughs> don't fucking play with us we are not fixing shit if your pipes burst this weekend
0: a baby yoda with a gun i meme. can't believe that's real
1: yeah
0: you lived in oregon for a while like oh well you know what you know what it is and what i figured out it's just things that we just didn't learn um no one's pipes are wrapped in texas everyone in the north everyone's pipes are wrapped ama- automatically no one oh. yeah no one in uh. texas like it does it because why it's like 100 degrees all year round except for now uh when we have to brave an ice age outside it is going to be five degrees tomorrow in waco i cannot believe that
3: yeah fuck that no I think.
0: they said i was i was sold a false bill of goods when i moved here what is that
3: yeah that's not that's not what it's supposed to be like that's not it's, how the game goes
1: it's six degrees right
0: now in <laughs> Dallas. Ugh. i was
3: willing to accept conservatives running things a little bit of racism <laughs> It was supposed to be hot outside. But six I, degrees. Yeah, six degrees. That's going back on the deal. It's going to be it's, six degrees. We can't have Ted Cruz. You got to get rid of him. It's going to I be just six want
1: degrees. to point out a week from today, it's going to be 60 degrees. I fucking love this state. That's so wild. I fucking love this state. <laughs> it makes
0: no sense. So my fiance just texted me and said, Fill some water jugs in a bucket because apparently Waco uh, might be shutting off the water because a pipe just burst. So that's great. Jesus uh cool okay anyway uh, i'm gonna not do that because we're already recording so this is fun um <laughs> all right so let's talk malcolm and marie malcolm and marie real quick we'll give a quick synopsis really quickly I before we get into it i challenge
1: uh, you to give it a
0: synopsis actually two people argue and we're done it's fine yeah two people is argue. The synopsis
3: in black and white. Don't forget that part. Important. <sighs>
0: Malcolm Marie came out in 2021, February 5th. Uh, not even on the front page of my Netflix uh, queue. Couldn't, I had to search for this movie. This came out a week ago. Not even a week Why ago. Why
4: was that? I had the same experience. That's the weirdest thing. That should have been everywhere.
0: I, it wasn't even on my front page. They were just like, yeah.
4: I, I scrolled <laughs> down at least like 10 of the categories before i was like what the fuck this movie's not on the front page and then i just have to search it that's that seems like a really bad uh, mistake by netflix because a lot of people who were looking for the film probably didn't want to go search it and then their attention was gone and they didn't watch the movie
0: that's crazy um a director and his girlfriend girlfriend's relationship is tested after they return home from his movie premiere and await critics responses actually they were going to go to bed and then they were just up when the (laughs) critics responses dropped neither here nor there directed and written by Sam Levinson stars, John David Washington and Zendaya. That's it. Uh That's it. That's the podcast. Hence the name Malcolm and Marie. It is an hour and 46 minutes, meaning it is an hour and a half too long. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, of course, there's no box office for this because it didn't go anywhere. This was a movie made during, of course, uh, the height of the shutdown and COVID, um, which in itself is kind of an interesting feat. And the fact that they didn't base this around a COVID movie and everything else is, is an interesting artistic choice. And, and I'm glad that they did that. If you're going to make a movie during all of this, don't make it about COVID. Um, has a 6.7 on IMDb, a 53 on Metacritic, uh, a 60 percent Rotten Tomatoes score, and a 71 percent audience score. Malcolm and Marie's ambitious uh, our ambitions aren't always satisfactory, f- or God, satisfactorily fulfilled. But its flaws are often offset by the strong chemistry between the film's stars. That is the critics' consensus. So, Malcolm and Marie. Tej, give your opinion. I think we know where it is because you did put out on Twitter, is it time to be honest about Malcolm and Marie? <laughs> it's, it's, I didn't add a... uh,
4: I love the way it looks. Uh, I'm I'm kind of a sucker for watching things in black and white, just because it's like the novelty of it. I really like the way that this movie looks. Like that was the sexiest quick pot of mac and cheese or bowl of mac and cheese I've ever seen. Like it yeah. made me want to eat some blue box mac and cheese. But uh, other than that, I really hate the writing. Uh, there's really nothing here for me, so I'd probably give it like a C. <laughs>
0: I don't know how long we're going to be able to talk about this movie. I mean, normally we go like two hours on a on this podcast. So this may be a shorter podcast unless we just rant about this movie,
4: which that that it's also going to be shorter. But I I have a lot of takes about specific moments that I didn't like, so I, I have I have a lot of
0: mac and cheese takes. Yeah, didn't like.
3: I feel like I'll keep us going here because I think I'm the only one who liked this movie. So <laughs> yeah, let's
0: sandwich these takes because uh, I know Jake. Do- doesn't like it really um dex you you quote unquote fuck with this movie is basically what what you said <laughs>
3: so, yeah i fuck with this movie uh i mean i get why people don't like it i've seen like you know every- i've seen the discourse about it. everybody's like oh that's just sam levinson just being mad about critics and blah 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 like and yeah that's part of it but the first time I watched it, I was just like, ooh, this is messy. These people hate each other. I love it. <laughs> like drama. <laughs> and it's in black and white and it's pretty. And then the second time I watched it, after like living with the discourse for a week or whatever, I was like, hmm, no, I kinda I kind of get where he's coming from. Uh like I kind of get what the movie is about. Obviously, it's about like gratitude and like not taking people for granted, et cetera, et cetera. But it's also like Levinson kind of working out his thoughts about like his place in society, being a film director, you know, his hatred for critics, like how like bought and corporate the movie industry is and how like none of his shit is really like art in the way we usually think about art, et cetera, et cetera. Like, so there's some stuff there. I really liked it. And like I said, it's like dramatic and messy and that's all I need a Netflix movie to be. I think my expectations are lowered when I watch movies on Netflix. I expect Netflix originals to be trash. So I fuck with it. I give it like a, I give it a B.
0: I thought you were going to go with an A. So that's like, I thought you liked it that much, but um, hey, I, that's, that's kind of where the consensus falls on it with a lot of people. It's just like, I I, j- I should like this movie more. You know what I mean? Like everything is there. But I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Is basically my that's my review in a nutshell. But Jake, go ahead.
1: Okay, this movie's trash. Okay,
0: wait, wait, wait. warm it no. up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just gonna go ahead and, and, and yes. put it out there. Like it's it's trash. No, I mean my first big complaint. This is this is a short. This is one hundred percent short. This is a movie that was written by an NYU film student that really wanted to be like, no, fuck Marvel. No, 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 Scorsese was right. All films are just big, fantastic theatrics. It's not good. I'm going to write about what real people talk about. I'm going to write real emotions, and it's going to be in black and white. I'm going to use chiaroscuro lighting so it looks kind of noir and all you're going to see is real, raw emotions, and it's just bullshit <laughs> the whole time. Like, the acting is good, and the cinematography is really good. Like, Marcel Rev, 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 however you say his name, like his cinematography is fantastic. And I, I 100% guarantee if I was still in film school right now, I would use this as an example. Of like this is the cinematography I want to do. So absolutely perfect to shoot it on 35 millimeter black and white film. An astounding accomplishment in and of itself. But the actual writing, I mean, it, there is something there. I, there is some sort of critique about Hollywood in there. But it's mostly just Levinson just writing about how deep he thinks he is and how nobody gets it. And we're going to have a strong conversation between two characters and there's going to be a discourse about it, but they're not going to really say anything ever about anything. It's just going to be angry tones and pointing at each other. But that's it. And so the whole time you're just dragging, like, this is going to go somewhere. We're going to build up to something. And then we don't. There's no resolution. There's no ending. There's no. I want these people to break up. There, I want them to stay together. It's just watch two people fight for an hour and a half, and you're gonna handle f- some sort of discourse, but you don't.
0: I don't. Would do you have a letter grade for it? Oh, it's an F. Oh, okay. I'm not even. I'm not
1: even, like. Damn. Pain, any, like it's it's an F.
0: I you oh, know. Damn. I don't know if he wants us to believe that these are real people and making them a acclaimed film director and a former actor doesn't do that any justice because I have never had a fight like this.
3: No. and You shouldn't.
0: Yeah, obviously, like you should, (laughs) like if you are with... uh, people have had knockdown down drag out fights and i've had a knockdown knockdown knock, down, dr- knock down, drag out fights with my fiance but it's like if you've been in the weeds for that long it's not you know i don't know unless you're it, it just made like these two people shouldn't be together <laughs> and i know it's easier said than done but it's like i've never had a you know even with people that i've broken up with i've never had a fight like that like
4: well, i mean- also never had a fight like that, so it didn't feel, it didn't feel, it literally never felt like two real people having a right. disagreement. It was literally, it felt, I, I really like what Jake said, like, there were points in the movie where I literally pictured a film student being like, oh my god, it's, as opposed to using words, she's just going to sit the phone down and play the song that's supposed to send her message. They're going to no. love it. It just felt like such a movie, like why, if I'm, if I'm in this knockdown, drag out argument, and my girl sits there and plays a song about how she's gonna leave me i'm not just gonna sit there and listen to the damn lyrics play i'm like what the fuck are you trying to say like if you want to leave then leave then the argument starts back over again i'm not gonna sit there and let her whole song play like that doesn't even like it just felt it did not feel like two real people having an argument and definitely felt like you were always in
0: a movie watching a movie both it's of them not, go ahead jake
1: i was gonna say it feels like watching a one-act play Mm-hmm. where each actor needs to step on it so every word is over enunciated and all my words are dramatic real life fights are stupid awkward like I yeah. mean everybody in this room has had like that fight where you're just like I-, I can't like and there's no words you don't say good words when you're in a fight is a lawyer he gets professionally paid to argue at people and still, he could agree that like <laughs> real arguments with people, it's just it's awkward. Like there's so much pauses because you can't formulate ideas or thoughts. Like it's just raw emotion, and it's a lot of blank staring. This is just people like trying to challenge each other. But like, well, I'm going to say this angry word, and I'm going to say this angry word. Well, I said it first. Like it's very play acty It's
0: a Tennessee, it like
4: competing monologues.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a there, Tennessee there Williams where- play, but worse. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Just say, Go ahead, Tej, and I'll give my review here in a second. <laughs>
4: There's so many monologues in this film, and some of them are, are particularly cringeworthy. And we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about the whole the thing about the critics, and because because we really got to explore that. Because I think that is the if there was one major overarching problem with the film, it's that section of the film where he kind of uses the black man to kind of get his bars off about critics. But the black man in the, that he's using to represent himself is like mad because someone doesn't understand his racial politics, but that doesn't actually apply to like critics didn't like assassination nation and Sam Levinson didn't like critics. So like it it just, it didn't work, but like there's so many monologues in this film, and for the first couple of minutes of every monologue, you you're kind of sucked in by the performance. But after a certain amount of time of the same character talking, you're just like, dude, this is not how arguments work. You don't get to monologue at someone during an argument. Like you, you rarely get that chance to speak uninterrupted in that way. And if these people are using like literally the lowest moments of their relationship or their lives to, insult each other i just find it really weird that they also are being respectful of each other to let you get your whole monologue off for 15 minutes and i'm not going to say a
0: word about it it just feel it just that doesn't feel uh true to life for me also like arguments eventually you just go to bed you just get like, like i'm done i'm out like we'll talk about this sometime at least i will i'm like all right you know what? I'm gonna go to sleep. Like I'll sleep in a different room or something. Like fuck this. I'm like not gonna keep you. Got like like telling me my uh, like my work ain't isn't shit and like you're nothing. Like nah, I'm out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go yeah. to the night. Then this is over in 30 minutes. But like yeah,
3: but like kind of like he talked about in the movie. Why would you want to watch a movie that's literally just a realistic fight, just
0: one realistic long fight? <laughs> I mean, we so, watched uh, Marriage be Story. So trash.
3: We watched. And we hated stories. it. <laughs> marriage and, Story
0: is better than this movie.
3: But still, Marriage Story is about more than like one fight. Marriage Story is about like a literal marriage. It's a marriage story. Like it's not just the story of one argument. Like you wouldn't just watch an entire movie that ScarJo and Adam Driver like just having a realistic fight and just being like, "Okay, I'm going to bed. We'll talk about this tomorrow."
0: Like, I might. Come on.
1: <laughs> but i mean in, in in sort of that sort of vein marriage story is about the breakdown of a relationship how do you build something mm-hmm. so beautiful and amazing and, and, and in fact bring life into the world and then wh- where's the point where it falls off whereas this is you are not invested in this relationship at all there's no back story really we had zendaya was a drug addict for traumatic reasons and that malcolm is a director but y- we don't know how they met we don't know if this is their first fight, this is this an ongoing fight? Were they fighting while he was making the movie? Like, it's just we're in media rest in their relationship, and I'm not concerned or caring. Whereas with like actual movies that are dealing with like, you know, Kramer versus Kramer, like the movies where relationships do fall apart and you're invested in it because you understand you're watching that arc. There is no arc here. It's just two people mad at each other, and I'm supposed to be somehow take a side somewhere in this.
0: A movie that comes to mind in, is a recent movie besides marriage story is fences that comes to mind which was also adapted from a from a play mm-hmm. and, and it's mostly two characters their son is thrown in there uh, a couple of times but whereas that movie let them, and I get it, it was filmed during COVID. They took as many precautions as possible. And that's part of the, sort of the conversation surrounding this movie as well. Isn't and I appreciate what they did with that is uh-huh. we're going to make a film and we're going to make a film not based around Michael Bay COVID-38 or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're going to make a film about about people. We're going to make a film where you don't have masks in this film and everything else. And to do that, I mean, just have two actors in a closed space, and you do the film. With Fences, it felt like Denzel and... um, Why am I forgetting your name?
3: Viola Davis?
0: Thank you. And Viola Davis. Davis had been in it for a while... The space felt lived in. It was something so sterile about the setting, where they were, their professions. It was so unreal. There's no that, stakes in this
4: film. Yeah. It was, there are no stakes in this film at all.
0: The, the worst thing that can happen is that they break up. And that's probably the best exactly. thing that can happen, actually, because no they don't like going to be other. upset
4: if they break up. Like, if you're watching this movie, there's no way, there's no outcome that's going to make you really shocked or really surprised or really like sad or emotional. There's literally no stakes by the end of the movie, you do not care whether they're together, and you don't even know whether they're going to stay together or not, and you don't really care. Like It's not like... The, the point of the movie isn't about what happens to them, but that's why the film has no stakes. I and mean, When I watched it the second time, I was like, I don't care about this argument because I don't care about this relationship at all.
0: Yeah, and I don't care about a... I don't care about John David Washington's character. I care I do care a little bit about Zendaya's character a little bit and that's mostly because she acted really really well in this. I won't take that away from her. This is one of the ones like I haven't watched Euphoria, but this is one of the ones where I was yeah, she's got it. Whatever it is, she oh. has that. John David I think he'll be a st- I think I mean he already is a star, but I think he'll he'll hang We're around for yeah, well, I think he'll hang around for a long time, but he's not his dad, you know. But this was one of the things where
3: I mean nobody's his dad. <laughs>
0: that's that's very true. But impossible to be like guy. Yeah, that would that would suck to live up to that. But he's done he's he's paved the way for himself and he's he's decent in this film. I just don't care about his character and the pretense behind what he's talking about. And pretense is fine in some films because it's movies, but Zendaya says it best in this, like, you get to play dress up for a living. Nobody gives a shit about <laughs> so they're somewhere in this movie, they're aware that we don't give a fuck about your your rantings and ravings about movie critics. Cause we don't. Like, we don't care. I, th-
3: I think that's part of what I I liked about this movie more the second time when I watched it. Like, cause everybody who was like, oh, uh, yeah, Sam Levison's just getting his hot takes off or whatever. They're always, they're usually always talking about Malcolm, but he didn't just write Malcolm. He also wrote Marie. Like, there's, he knows both sides of that. So, you know, I, I appreciated that part of it the second time, like knowing that he also knows that he's ridiculous. It's not like Zendaya was up there freestyling, like (laughs) telling Sam Levinson, yeah, I mean, you wrote all this cool Malcolm shit, but here's why you're like, nah, he also wrote that shit. So, like, he gets both sides of it.
0: Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I just think that, but there's so much more of Malcolm screaming, fuck that bitch, and shit like that, like throughout this entire movie. And that entire monologue that he goes on about the LA Times reporter, where he's basically yelling outside of the house and she's listening to him yell. I hated that part of the movie. I despise that entire awful. five, was- ten minute stretch. I mean, it's great by him to memorize all that shit and like to continue and like keep you invested, but it was also like, what the hell are we talking about? I don't care.
4: And I thought the film was objectively horrible. It was horrible.
0: Yeah. And as I, at the end of the day, I give this movie a C minus. I think there's something here. I think Zendaya was really, really good. I think she has. The next it girl thing, whatever that is, the thing, same thing that Saoirse Ronan and you know uh, Florence Pugh and all those actresses have. Uh, John David, I thought he did okay with what he was given, but I don't. But it's so weighed down by Sam Levinson jerking himself off for you know, an hour and 40 minutes. I, I do think if this would have ended, it, it had like eight endings in this movie too. <laughs> it did. Um, yeah. So uh, a C minus for me, there's something there, but it's just not, I don't ever have to watch this movie again. And in yeah. movies and movies that I, I I've said before on this podcast, so a podcast with teach to movies. We don't ever have to watch again. Marriage story was up there. <laughs> I would rather watch marriage story than watch this again. I ooh, No, no, thank you.
4: So, How excited were y'all about this film? Like pri- prior to, did anybody watch the trailer before before the movie came out?
0: I went in blind. I did not know. I like I, I like the trailer, it. but I just kind of at the end of the day knew it was like, okay. This like so, it's fine. So I watch you. For, I like theater. I was super excited. Like that. So go ahead.
4: I was super excited. I, I just knew this movie was going to be amazing. I I literally was like, this is going to be what we all thought Marriage Story could be. Like, this is going to mm-hmm. be so amazing. I love Euphoria. I watch Euphoria. And so I can imagine it as someone who hasn't seen Euphoria. Like, you're seeing this Zendaya performance. You're probably like, holy shit, I'm kind of blown away. But after seeing Euphoria, I was not surprised at all by how how well she performed. But I was super excited about this. And I just found myself bored the entire time. It just did nothing for me.
3: I hadn't seen Euphoria. And I hadn't seen the trailer for this movie. I just knew, like, a black and white movie with John David Washington and Zendaya was coming out. So I was like, fucking, I will not watch that. But i didn't know going in who the director was so i didn't realize till i got to the end of it that he was white so i was like oh that's awkward <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh we'll get to that scene but that's that whole rant scene once you realize sam levinson is white it it suddenly becomes a very like what the fuck is really happening here and it brings me back to my central question that i we don't actually have to answer this, but I'm going to drop it, is what is this film trying to accomplish? Because if it was like a marriage story situation where it's like, let us depict, you know, something, oh, a relationship that is built and falls apart and that emotional trauma that comes with it, okay, it doesn't do that because I don't give a shit about Malcolm or Marie or their relationship. We only know like two important things about them and that's what they argue over. So, if it's not about that, and it's somehow a meta commentary on criticism of film and in com- and, and, and some kind of commentary about race and politics in film, it's a fucking white guy. So, <laughs> what are you trying to accomplish here, Levin? White
0: guy that's been critically acclaimed and honored for things that he's written and directed to. Why way. didn't
1: you insert a 10 minute scene specifically built and pointed at Katie Walsh, an LA Times film critic?
0: Well, there was also uh, I couldn't find the review, but I heard it on another podcast, and I shouldn't have listened to to that before I did this one. But I got it did have a good point where they read a review that said, "and uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Tijan Dex." So the black people don't sit around and talk about white people like this. That was the what the review said. <laughs> <laughs> is what is what the, is Wait, what the hold review. up? Like like in the movie <laughs> or? the review no the review uh of the movie said hilarious by by i think it was by a black uh writer said that you know black people don't take the time another day to worry about what white people think about them like this and so i i mean that's what they said on that podcast i wish i could find the review but i don't know
4: it's just such a it's such a there's he made so many weird decisions okay so you you got a review you didn't like about assassination nation which is a film that sucks by the way okay. um and he didn't like the review that he got from the la times reporter but instead of literally going taking the links to hide like this this could be something that like you have to find in the movie like oh he's really talking about this critic but literally everybody on the internet was immediately like this is the review he's referencing." Here was the film he was talking about. And so one, making it that accessible was a a horrendous decision. And also two, he got a bad review based on a movie and he didn't like the review. But what he does with the character who's black is to say this character got a bad review, but the the reason why the review was bad is because this white person doesn't understand the fact that he could make a movie that wasn't political as a black person, right? So he's literally saying like, They're trying to assign a political motive to a movie in which there is no political motive. And the reason that this writer who's an idiot doesn't understand this is partially because she's white and I'm black, right? So mixing those two messages, putting a black character on the screen to represent yourself And then making that character talk about race just muddles it because you're white, right? Mm -hmm. So you've muddled, now you've muddled these two things that you hope to accomplish and it just comes out so messy. I just thought it was a super weird decision and even like literally in the middle of the monologue, I was like Wow, Sam Levinson, like, I don't know why he would try this. Like, he, he's flying way too close to the sun with this scene. Weird. And the, the monologue like, wouldn't end. It just kept going. And I'm just well, like, you're oh, jumping my
0: God. through so many hoops to get to the message that you're trying to make right now. Yeah. Like,
4: okay. it's crazy. Like, why Why would you do it in that way? Like, pick a message, give him a couple bars about this one message, and then give him a couple bars about a different message. But to put them all together was just like a super strange decision. All so right. it just didn't work.
3: Being charitable here like when I didn't know that who I didn't know Sam Levinson directed this and I didn't know Sam Levinson was white I had never heard of Sam Levinson until I got to the end credits of this movie so when I didn't know that who Sam Levinson was and I heard John David Washington's commentary I was like yeah that's mostly accurate like it's it's pretty good commentary it is like that people do view movies kind of in terms of the identities of whoever makes them, whoever's acting in them, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then I got to the end of the movie, found out Sam Levinson is white and immediately viewed the movie in terms of his identity. (laughs) He he has a point.
1: Here's here's where the meta contextual just builds on. That specific review that he needed to make an entire film about, Katie Walsh, basically, in a condensed form, Ghost assassination nation is bullshit because it's a white male guy writing about girl power and gender identity and then he fucking writes this movie about a white guy writing about a black guy comparing complaining <laughs> about <laughs> racial politics coming from attacking the same review that was attacking him saying how fucking dare you white male dude write a girl power movie so he's just building on his own bullshit. <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. The critics have gotten worse and we're part of that now, I guess, because we're talking about it.
3: Critics have gotten worse. We're like worse. little C critics. We're not yeah. big C critics yet. No. We're, we're um, little C.
1: Yeah, and but, I mean until, critics we have, get, until we get that purple mattress money. We're C critics.
0: Right. Until we get film screeners, which <laughs> hook us up if you're if you're watching the two people watching on YouTube. But um the the critics have been doing that even more so in the in the the 2010s for the past 10 years have been attributing things that may or may not have been there just to continue a conversation that may not be there. So I get that part, but also I don't need to hear it from you, man. I don't need (laughs) to hear it from Sam Levinson. I don't give a shit. Because and what did it have to do with the relationship? Like nothing. Does it have to do? With Doesn't have to movie? do with anything in the context of nothing, the movie. Nothing, bro. Oh my god.
1: And that's the thing. Like this movie could have been six different ideas fleshed out. Like if you if you truly did care about racial politics and film and media, you can make that movie. There's a ton of ideas you could have explored. And there's ...in here. If you want the the dissolution of of relationships, there's a movie there somewhere built in this. But you just shoved it all together, and like a nonsensical story that has no shape or form.
3: Yeah, had he made Malcolm and Malcolm, and it was John David Washington (laughs) arguing with himself, (laughs) (laughs) it'd be like a really cool metaphor of like Sam Levinson like trying to like figure out like what he thinks about his own work and like his place in the world as a movie director, et cetera, et cetera, but making. And Malcolm and Marie and like putting it in the context of this relationship, I feel like muddies what he could have been trying to do. Cause like I said, I feel like, you know, since he wrote both sides of this, like he he's aware of all of these like commentaries and like the flip side of them. So like, had he just made it one person arguing with themselves, like that would have been a little clearer, but well, yeah.
0: And it's irritating because, and I caught myself getting irritated because then Marie says she called your film a tour de force and he's like, I don't give a fuck. And I, I was sitting there going, I was sitting there going, but are you called your film a tour de force? And I would be so, and maybe, maybe I'm not this, uh, I'm obviously not a filmmaker. Uh, I couldn't get zoom to broadcast onto YouTube for five weeks. So obviously <laughs> uh, the, Maybe I'd be so overjoyed by the first part of that that I wouldn't, you know, see that. But I got so irritated at the Malcolm character when when he just wouldn't. She gave him like a five-star review within the confines of the film. I know we're we're harping on this entire scene, but it is a, if you haven't seen it.
1: He also it, harps it on it. So. It, it. Yeah, it is,
0: yeah, it is yeah, a 30-minute
1: of harping. <laughs> there's two There's two scenes in this movie. One involves a Kraft mac and cheese, and the other is him harping about his own review. That's it.
0: That Kraft mac and cheese was, uh, to steal a line from TikTok, bussing. It was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what, if this movie ended... Instead of like a title card or the credits, if it's just ended on a craft logo and you're like, "Oh shit, this has just been a two-hour advertisement," it would have made sense. I'd have been like, "I suddenly get it. Craft <laughs> oh, yeah. brings families together. I get it." <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is film art.
0: sponsored by Armani. That's all this was. It was. An argument sponsored by Calvin and Klein. Calvin and Klein. Yeah. Calvin Klein. The only Calvin Calvin interesting.
1: Calvin. The only Klein. interesting
0: part of this Nobody. film.
1: You don't want to shop at Calvin and Klein. It was a very
3: different <laughs> 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 Very different Oshkosh experience. And bagash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no.
0: Abercrombie Fitch. The only, no, no, no,
4: no. the only thing that happened in this film that interested me was the two seconds I thought that she was still on drugs and he yep. didn't know. And I thought, my first thought was, well, she's been on drugs this whole time and he thought she was clean. How didn't he know? And my second thought was, oh, wait, she's acting. I get it. And then I was like, oh, I'm back bored again. And that was it.
1: There's, a, there's an audition tape in the middle of this
4: movie. <laughs> literally in the middle
1: of this film. <laughs> there's an audition tape in the middle of this movie for this movie. <laughs> and granted, applause to her because like it's some of the greatest acting I've seen in years, but it makes no sense in context.
0: What did you say? Was this the part that you were saying, Jake, that she was just going for it?
1: Yeah. And I yeah. mean, even even to John David Washington's you know, credit, Like he's going for it too. But literally, I mean, that is... Like, God forbid it ever happened, because she deserves to reign the world more than Beyonce does at this point. But when Zendaya does pass away, like that's gonna be the scene that they show at the Oscars. Of like, Probably. this is acting, this is beautiful, and like she is going for it, and it's gonna be a scene that's gonna be shown in every high school theater class.
4: It's really good
1: for the rest
0: it's of very, time. Very of, like good. this
4: is she what you me. should
1: be doing.
0: I but, thought yeah. for a second if this would have taken a, a turn and been a horror film. All of a sudden, that would have been wild. That could have
3: <laughs> been his parasite moment. Right that would have
0: been really fun. Yeah, if she
1: actually killed herself,
0: if, or, if or she killed him. Yeah, Ooh. it becomes a, it becomes, it becomes like a chase or something like that, or cool. a hide and seek film. Ooh, that would have been better. And I thought for two seconds, it was like, wait, there's a wild dude. You that? think it's she she about, about to there. do it?
4: Like, she about to do it? Is this gonna go? I felt like it was going to turn into an A24 film and then it was like, no, it's nope. just a it's a Netflix movie still. It's would
0: you have liked this movie
4: if she would have just killed him in the middle of I it? I would have liked it more if she tried to stab him because at least I'm having some fun now. It's like, oh, some
1: some shit is happening. That but, also no. means that there's a plot point. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It just ends like her
3: in the tub with like the bloody knife just chilling. like
0: uh there's several things that we can talk about in this movie of course the mac and cheese was uh was the the real star of this why
3: why mac and cheese like you just came home from a party i presume there was food if you're like still drunk and want a snack you would pick up food on the way or you would eat literally anything else like why would you make box mac and cheese like as your after party snack
0: what time does uh what time does in and out close like
4: two. and out is open. I think it's at least like late in the morning. But who knows what time they actually got home. But you can go to in and out late.
3: Yeah. Or like. And it's not their house. They live in like a house the producers put them in. So. They I'm glad
4: that they made the mac and cheese. I, I, I That was my favorite part of the movie. When they showed the mac and cheese. The, the, the tight shot on the mac and cheese. I was like. Man I really want some box mac and cheese right now. I-
3: Zendaya ranting about him eating mac and cheese. While verbally abusing her. Incredible incredible content
0: <laughs> that was a good part of the movie but he was eating the fuck out of that mac and like got a fucking savage he was like it, it didn't just put was enough noise there's a guttural noises coming from them he, he was i don't know what that was but it was just like eating rah, that rah, mac rah.
1: And cheese, how i imagine tom hanks ate his first meal when he was rescued and cast away
0: <laughs> no, no, it, it doesn't matter. I need something.
1: <laughs>
3: like He looked like that Ezekiel Elliott video where he's eating the series. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> going hell. I mean, but it was great because he's sitting there going, You're, you're, that was a good part of the movie. You're, you're fucking crazy. You're a crazy person. And I was kind of like, Ow. Cause I, you know, if somebody and that, but also on the flip side of that, if somebody was saying, You are a crazy person, you're, you're, you are just the worst or whatever and not having this argument anymore. You're eating mac and cheese and calling me crazy. I'm just going to, I'm going to go to sleep or go to a different room or something. You know, I'm not, this argument doesn't continue and I'm not staying up with you to get your film review. You know, I'm not, I don't
3: know. Yeah, I, I just liked it, man. Like it's, I understand and respect y'all's points, but also, I was just watching the shit like, ooh, no, he didn't. Ooh, oh she's back. Oh, she lost. Okay, she's done. Oh no, she's back. Oh shit! <laughs> that part of the movie was just fun for me. Do we so,
0: feel like they they talk like people that are in the 21st century, which I really, are in 2020, which I really enjoy? Which they have conversations. It's not the the pretense doesn't come from their language, but the the pretense comes from what they're saying. So it, they talk like people that. One have, have been in it for a little bit, but two live in the time in an actual time that we live in, which is I I enjoyed that, but just what they were saying is where it went awry for me. I don't know. Do you uh, feel the same way? No. Yes.
1: <laughs> no. I mean, it's I mean really, I mean,
3: just Malcolm to me, honestly. <laughs> like this, this was the only part that I had any issues with, and it was really yeah. just that critic rant. Other than that, I was like, you're an asshole, but like just a regular movie <laughs> asshole.
1: Let's. This is one night. In fact, it's only really one night. It's, I don't know, 10 hours. And this is how malicious and cruel he is to her based off one tiny observation of you didn't thank me in your speech. He's got to be like the most vindictive asshole in this relationship. Like, can you imagine like two days after this where she's like, hey, by the way, uh we ran out of mac and cheese at the apartment and he just flips like the computer is like, no, 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 no. Like (laughs) what do you do
3: all day, Marie? I'm out making movies, Marie. Why aren't you buying mac and cheese, Marie? You're not an actor anymore. You stopped acting, Marie. What why why aren't you buying mac and cheese, Marie? All I asked for a box of craft, Marie. Go (laughs) buy some fucking mac and cheese, Marie. You're psychotic. You doing drugs again, Marie!
1: Like, that's, I mean, that's... Like, you cheating on me, Marie! So is this actually a, a subtle, like, look into an abusive relationship? Like, is this actually a PSA? Like, hey, if, you, if your friends are having this argument something bad is happening and you need to contact somebody. Is that what this movie actually is?
0: I mean, we can't let her get away with, I mean, obviously they have the back and forth of, you're just a victim in all of this. And and you just love to play the victim and you don't aspire to anything is what he tells her, which is very cruel, but it also, she did cheat on him within the context of this movie. So she's not entirely blameless within the confines of their relationship and i think that's why they put that in there doesn't excuse her him being the most gaslighting person i've ever seen on film but yeah do y'all think that
4: they stay together like how do you read the ending
1: yeah oh, they sure. absolutely stay oh, 100% like yeah
0: oh yeah, yeah toxic toxic relationship man got to be toxic thanks. together
3: yeah thanks, they 100% thanks. stay together
0: oh 100% how, I think
3: like how Malcolm's ahead. like Malcolm towards the end of the movie he like learns the lesson of like being grateful or whatever. How long that sticks? No idea. Because Malcolm is like clearly the biggest narcissist the that has
4: ever. Next time, <laughs> time he gets drunk, they're arguing again. I promise.
3: Yeah, Malcolm was clearly the biggest narcissist to ever exist. Like this side of Donald Trump. Like he is. Like that's what the whole movie is about. But they one hundred percent stay together. There's re- just
0: a big whoosh sound, and it just goes over again, and it's just whoosh. You ain't shit, Marie. Like, uh, just the same. <laughs>
1: in real life, if I were to ever get in an argument with my wife, and one of my moves, one of my, like, my Bill Belichick at the goal line play, like, we're going to win, is to pull out my black book and be like, here's a list of my exes <laughs> and what I learned from them. Oh, no, I'm out of the house. She killed me. I'm dead. <laughs> it's over murder she killed had, me
3: not to mention her literal suicide attempt Like, oh. yo what the fuck is wrong with you
1: oh it's over it's
0: I have over. this woman DMing me all the time saying that I should have had a baby by her and
1: <laughs>
3: I send her heart emojis I don't know what else to say like what
0: My, she, <laughs> Caitlin would shoot me in the fucking face like it would be the end of Royden Royden and Caitlin that's, would not be a movie it would be a uh 2020 episode. That's, the end, just, yeah.
1: that's the end of the movie then it becomes pilot. He he drops the <laughs> ice list and she stabs him end of the movie. I get it now. He
4: he put her life into a film forgot to thank her and somehow because she was upset that she didn't he he didn't thank her he literally brought up her drug usage. <laughs> I was just like wait how do we get there like oh my so, god <laughs>
1: i I forgot to bring this up earlier so this is actually kind of based (laughs) on a somewhat true story because sam levinson did actually forget to thank his wife in assassination nation when he accepted some award or anything or something i would
3: be like no don't thank me for that
1: well because she actually like worked on it in some regard i don't know if she wrote or produced but she was involved in it in some regard and he forgot to thank her and apparently all that happened was she brought it up in the car ride home and he apologized and that was the end of it. So the rest of this movie is him just fantasizing about, like, well, what if I actually did bring up all the worst things about my wife to her face to get over
0: this fight? Now she's watching this film just like with the, like the eye emoji, just like, ooh, what shit. What the fuck?
4: So are you telling me that Assassination Nation was bad and then it now has birthed a second bad film? I want <laughs> the hold that Assassination Nation has on my life to end. <laughs> Why can't we just move on past that film? I don't need another. I don't need a another bad film because Assassination Nation existed.
0: T, you're like <laughs> one of the 15 people that have seen that film. I have not even given that film a thought to it. watch.
4: I went back and watched it because I liked Euphoria so much, and then I was like, "Oh, this doesn't work. This is bad. This is really bad." I mean, he made uh, Wizard
0: of Lies too, which was a decent film, and it's an even more interesting story than the film was uh, about. Uh, Bernie Madoff, but oh, it was so that was a good film. So he's kind of been on this since Assassination Nation, been on this kind of upward trend. But this was just sort of a—it was almost like yeah, yeah, it, it, y'all could have stayed home during COVID. Y'all didn't have to do anything.
3: I'm really glad I didn't watch this movie in a theater. I'll say that watching yes, it on Netflix. Too. Like I said, well, my expectations are lower watching Netflix movies, but.
4: Well I'm really glad. you say that I would watch I would watch reruns of the Dick Van Dyke show in the movie theater right now if they let me. But yeah, <laughs> like I'm really glad I wasn't in the movie theater for this either. Although I would watch almost anything in the movie theater right now, so I wouldn't I probably wouldn't have been mad if I went to go see it in the movie theater. But like yeah, this is a perfect sit at home movie for sure because it didn't give me anything that I
0: long time fans before. of the podcast. We would go watch Avatar in the movie theater right now if we could. Oh, I could watch the village again. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'd go
4: watch the Snyder Cut in a movie theater if they let me. I would literally oh, 1, go one thousand percent. Okay, and I have no plans to watch the Snyder Cut at my house. But if I can go to the movie theater,
0: fuck it, I'll go watch. I'll go watch Justice League again. Sure, why not? Interlude, really quickly in the middle of this. Uh, not like that we have movie really is much going to, to be about. fucking awful. That movie looks like ass.
4: It's going. To that suck. trailer looks even worse. I saw that trailer and I said, "Oh my god." I hadn't even considered of what if the Snyder Cut is even worse and then I was like, oh my God, I didn't even consider that this could happen.
0: I <laughs> you mentioned it. I have not even thought about that. What if it's worse? It's just a four-hour just pile so of why, shit.
3: Why is the Joker here now? Like, what? what? It's a Justice League movie. Fucking Superman is to save the world. I didn't even know he was adding world. new
4: characters to the movie. How yeah, do we why have new characters? Joker like, how now? did this happen?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, He said we live in a society, guys. You realize he did did that. that. He
4: did that. (sighs) They literally, and not only did that happen, they literally were like, this is one of the moments of the film that we think we should use to advertise the film. The Joker saying, literally, we live in a society. This thing is going to be an absolute train wreck. It makes me more likely to watch now, though, because now I'm thinking, if this is like the worst thing ever created, I want to be there for that. I want to see that. We're We're going to talk about it on the
3: podcast, obviously.
4: (laughs) I think I'm going to watch now.
3: when they said Snyder Cut, I was assuming like, okay, they're just taking some deleted scenes. that never made the original movie. No, they he gave him more money. On. Yeah, more he money. went back. He's adding characters. Like He's adding, adding characters to this movie. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, Not stay. that Snyder
4: Watch. Cut. It's, if you go back and look at the reviews, everyone said, you know, this film needed more runtime, more characters. That's the reason why this film is bad. Everybody knew it, so now We're going to get more runtime and more characters. There's a still going
0: around of Cyborg. And this is the last thing that we'll say on it. There's a still going around of Cyborg on Twitter that looks literally like clip art. And it looks so bad. Uh,
3: Oh, camera visible in the shot on his shoulder.
0: Uh, I
4: saw that, man. I want this to be an absolute train wreck, man. I want it to be the worst
0: thing that's ever been released. Four hours. I'm going to have to watch that over the course of a week.
1: So here are my two takes on this. I fucking, I hate my, I hate the Snyder Cut. I know people are like, look, watch this trailer. How can you not be hyped from like, oh, Jesus. One.
2: Hallelujah.
1: I- yeah, it was great. It took four hours of just Messiah comparisons. Great team. It was groundbreaking content. No, one, only because I'm playing it right now, and I'm actually kind of enjoying it, so shit, but it's going to be a cyberpunk situation where everybody's like, this is going to be it. This is going to be going to turn around everything. Like <laughs> and yeah. and the sudden cliff, like you're going hundred miles an hour and you fell off a cliff. That's what the Snyder cut is going to be. And two, when Snyder showed the rough cut of what we're about to see to Warner brothers, Half the execs walked out after two hours and 50 minutes deeming it unwatchable. We're still getting a refined version of that. (laughs) That's fucking wild.
3: Not to mention, this whole thing is just fan fiction at this point. Like, it doesn't actually matter. Like, it's just four hours of reheated Justice League leftovers with even more characters to introduce. And it won't fucking matter at all because they're going to keep making DCEU movies that just
0: aren't in the same timeline yeah Yeah,
3: i like this should never happen anyway because like it's fake like what the fuck is this why are we doing this
0: meanwhile wandavision's like we're bringing everybody back it's all in continuity fuck you fuck them and it's just like dcu is like we don't even know her (laughs) yeah A superman was he in a black suit oh that's cool
3: you literally killed him in the second movie oh. we ever saw him in. And now you have to bring him back a second time. And we're supposed to be excited about this.
0: Stream our Batman versus Superman episode. Anyway, back to... <laughs> that movie's going to be worse. That is such a good comparison. Like, uh, If it's worse, it is, it is cyberpunk. It is the cyberpunk of movies. I didn't even consider that it could be worse until I was watching the trailer. And I was like, holy shit,
4: it's going to be worse. It's going to be worse. Now I'm in. I got to see
1: it. It's because it's gone through what, like, I don't know how many years has been like six years, of people were like, "We got to protest. We got to like petition, release the cyber, or release the cyberpunk, release the Snyder Cut. It's gonna like that's that's the movie we deserve." No, the DC fucking entertainment universe has been shit, and Snyder has already put his hand in it multiple times, and every time he's touched something, it's been terrible. What in the world do you think is gonna make this better?
3: I actually like was a little intrigued by it when that first like black and white trailer came out. I was like, ooh, we should put it all out in black and white. That'd be kind
0: Hallelujah. Of cool. He has played that version of Hallelujah on five trailers. Yep. Why yep.
1: is the Joker in this film? It doesn't make sense also here's what's gonna be
0: funny is right I now have, like cherry pie on that motherfucker's face he just like uh, <laughs> sorry. Jared leto
3: joker looks so much better in black and white too like just mm-hmm. black and white just makes shit look cooler you see it in the I trailer, eat this like, film yeah, fuck out of here exactly Segway.
1: here's where it's gonna get funny is right now we're slowly entering canceling jared leto because people are like he might be a cult leader oh shit <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like people are starting to release reports of like because he has like some retreat every year for 30 Seconds to Mars fans at this private island and like people have like released Excuse photos me? of it. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, I I you have to look it up. I don't know the specific names of everything, but yeah, there's like a 30 Seconds to Mars fan island experience where no you get to, you don't hang out with the band. You hang out with Jared Leto and his brother and what like, the photos that have been released it's like it's jared leto and like
0: just like, a guy named tad leto
1: i I, th- I think his brother is actually semi-famous somewhere along Jeff the way he might, leto. he might actually be in the band either way but like the photos that are released it's like basically jared leto is dressed as jesus well yeah <laughs> At, in this island so people are like oh shit this might be a cult situation <laughs> so
0: i hope i need a firefest documentary on jared leto cult island any parting thoughts there's there's a couple like jabs i love in this movie that are just all time just if you, if someone if a partner said this to you it's just it's violence or <laughs> we're breaking up it's it, she called him a fucking fraud
3: yep yeah <laughs> And when she said like the whatever it was about his mediocre ass, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm out. I know that, that hurt, bro. I know that hurt. I know that hurt. We yep. Gloves are off at that point for me. I would I wouldn't have gone to lakes Malcolm went to, but I'm saying some kind of hurtful
0: shit. <laughs> that's that's why my mom doesn't even like you, and just leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh Move. Taylor's
3: mac and cheese is better than this bullshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean the the we haven't really gone over it that much. It's just but the the whole body. <laughs> well no, I was gonna say the scene, the whole body count scene where he's talking about uh, you know, I fucked this girl in St. Louis or whatever, is I think it's more just by her facial expressions and I thought it was filmed well, but you're just not getting away with that, man. You're just not like I think Zendaya was great within the confines of that scene because she just not do it. She's you can see the hurt in her face, which I thought was really good. And I thought John David was really good in that movie, but or not movie, that scene, but it also is just a thing that just I would never maybe maybe I'm just a good person but I would never stoop so low as to as to uh belittle my partner like that holy shit can you imagine
3: nope (laughs) I cannot um there was some like commentary in here that I thought was actually like somewhat poignant like the um like when John David Washington's ranting about like recreating reality is not like special wait, or whatever. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait! I am so sorry, Dex, to cut you off. What the fuck is this <laughs> that you just sent me? Hold, uh, on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, no gonna...
1: what did you send him?
0: No, no, no. no many. Many.
1: Teach, I wish I had your number because I wish I I could include you on this in this moment. <laughs> okay. I sent
0: no, a... no, no, no. We're sharing the screen. Here it is. Okay. Oh, I can share screens. Okay, no, no, we got it.
4: Holy shit!
0: Yes, this is a cult. Says the official thirty seconds to Mars Twitter.
4: This is one hundred percent a cult. <laughs> what? 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 Oh, this has all the makings. Holy shit!
2: Look this at him like walking cult documentary I've
4: ever watched. He literally looks like Jesus. He's definitely a cult leader.
1: This is, I, mean, I mean if you add like, a sepia tone to this and you're like hey these were the last days of Jonestown people would buy that they'd be like oh my god yeah that's of course
0: <laughs> guys Jared Leto is preaching to the masses
1: and they're all 30
3: Seconds to Mars fans They all somebody them, in the quotes <laughs> somebody in the quotes called a 30 Seconds to Midsommar <laughs> oh <no>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This guy wow. has buried bodies somewhere. This Marvel guy.
1: Like imagine, and it's yes, in Croatia. Jared. It's not like some exciting island, it's Croatia. So like, like Croatia is
3: exciting. Shout out to Luka Modric and all the <laughs> Croatian soccer stars of old.
0: All the hundreds. There. This is hundreds of people <laughs> spent their hard-earned money to li- Yes, Jared. Walk amongst us.
4: That is. This is the whitest shit I've ever seen.
3: Private <laughs> island. Everyone tested negative. Quarantining,
0: buddy. In this photo, there are zero uh, percent black folks. Oh, no.
3: Yeah, we're not pulling up to. First of all, uh, black nope, people don't one listen right in there. thirty seconds.
1: Oh wait! Oh my God! There's one right there. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Where? Right. right. Bottom right corner. Oh right, shit! Right.
4: That looks like a black woman. Oh, shit. Yeah. She might be like an Indian woman, but she might be black. We can't tell. Yeah, she. But I've never known a black person that listened to 30 Seconds to Mars. So this, she would be the first.
0: What about this?
3: So, did everyone just bring whatever white t shirts they had? Cause some people have like <laughs> logos on them. Like there's a dude that had a Marvel t shirt on. So it's just any white t shirt. Was that the packing list?
1: Yeah. I, listeners at home, I realize this is an audio medium. All you had to do. Go One, our YouTube. yeah, go to our YouTube. Two, just look up Jared Leto cult, and you're going to see some of the wildest articles and photos of all this time. This is crazy. And I think like if you just, I mean, go to the Thirty Seconds to Mars Twitter, and you'll see it. But I think this is a tweet from 2019, so you have to scroll a bit. But also, like, there's 15 articles that'll probably. Just I mean, holy
0: it. shit! It is, it is insane. Jared Christ walking amongst the masses. Okay, anyway. God,
4: Christ. <laughs>
1: like easily it, you could just like kind of desaturate this a little bit and be like, This is actually David Crush a couple of days before the siege started and you'd be like, Of course. Everybody's wearing white. Of course. This makes sense. I get it, obviously.
0: I'm stunned by those photos. <laughs> that is shock. Those are shocking photos. Are you so saying right. the
3: Mars will even slap like that, bro? Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> hey, 2009,
0: Royden would disagree. <laughs> sure. At some point, like they did rock,
1: but is there a band? I realize that we've left Malcolm and Marie now, but there's there's no closing thoughts. We've Malcolm left- Marie mid mid and Marie. Is there a, <laughs> if some artist or band like Malcolm what's and mid?
0: Malcolm admitting
1: If some <laughs> artist or band posted on their Twitter like, "Hey, we're holding a retreat to the secluded island," what band would that be, and would you go? Like, what band for you? Like, posted a tweet. It was
4: Beyonce like Beyonce, and yes, I'm going. If, I, if Beyonce's gonna be there, I'm gonna be there. Period. That's fair. That's
0: All right. Fair. Um, I almost said Fleetwood McCullough, Mac, but I, was I say Stevie Nicks
3: would be on some super weirdo shit in the woods. So like, I'd fuck with that it. That would still be worth it. I'd fuck that's with it. That's still worth
0: it. You know what? You know Fleetwood Mac is generational because my dad and my uncle were both like, "Yeah, Fleetwood." Uh, like Stevie Nicks was like, "Was like, wasn't she weird back in the days?" They were like, "We don't care." With it,
3: yeah, they like, <laughs> With down. It. <laughs> it was so crazy. It
0: was just both of them were like, "Yeah, down. I don't care. <laughs>
4: don't care how weird Ooh. she is." I would follow uh Fleetwood Mac into the woods,
0: so I I can agree with that. What's oh, the okay. lowest rung that you would go? Mine was probably like Red Hot Chili Peppers.
4: Oh, this is a that's a better question. Actually. What is the worst band you? would Yeah, like, who is go the worst the band that you would follow into the woods for a cult?
0: I'd follow Anthony Kiedis and Flea into the woods for a cult. I'd do it. Whatever. <laughs> Have you read his
1: autobiography, Scar Tissue? I I know about it. Yeah. Oh, it ends on like the saddest note. <laughs>
3: Can you please put that question out to your followers? Like, quote-tweet the Jared Leto thing.
1: Like, what is the lowest? (laughs) Yeah, who who is the worst band? Who is the least
4: famous celebrity that you would follow into the woods? Like, Would you follow Bokeem Woodbine into the woods,
0: (laughs) yes or no? (laughs) Following Jimmy Fallon into the woods for a... uh... (laughs) That's amazing. Seriously, no, I want to. I want to. Uh, what's the low, not not celebrity, but band? What is the lowest rung that you would follow into the wood? I go red hot chili peppers. That's about as low as I go because they've had some hits. I love yeah. red hot chili peppers. I'm not following red hot chili peppers. Into well, the- probably,
1: probably not. I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't know them like that, but the only reason I'm not following them is because I don't want to. I would follow the band, like, because I, I enjoy but Hot Chili Peppers music, I do not enjoy the fans. I do not want to spend more than one hour with a fucking hot <laughs> that chili That is very peppers. true. Yeah, that is true. I that is
4: you mean you don't the- want to hear people yelling, suck my kiss at you, like, while you're on a deserted island?
0: Can't stop addicted to... T- okay, we're...
4: <laughs> Alright, <laughs> right,
3: we're getting out of here. <laughs> I probably follow, like... Imagine uh, magic Dragons. <laughs> nah, not Imagine Dragons, Yunk. but somebody in that, like, tier, like... I don't know who's in that frame. Foster ring? the People. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> be vibing the fuck out. Foster the People in the woods. All the other kids.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake, where are we where are we going? Nah, I know I you know. got I'm... some esoteric bands.
1: <laughs> some esoteric bands. I'm gonna follow Yo Yo. The My All My American reach.
0: Yo Yo, mine. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs>
1: no so valerie and i actually saw all american rejects god i don't know how long was like four years ago because they opened for blink 182 yeah. and it was just like the greatest lineup of my like 2009 life and this was i don't know 2015 and the lead singer of all american rejects was just drunk as hell to the point where he was hitting on a mom in the front row on mic like just the whole stadium got to hear her be like hey girl what's up how you doing Nice. It was. I was like, "All right, bro, good for you." <laughs> <sighs> no, I wouldn't follow all my uh, T, do you have
0: a band? Oh, Jimmy Eat
1: World. I would follow Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. Okay. My, all mine
4: are like super successful. I don't. I can't think of any. Yeah, like, it's hard to think not of not worst. that successful band that I would follow into the woods. Like <laughs> I would go into the woods with Andre 3000 and Outkast, but they were also like super successful.
0: They're, like the yeah. number one artist in the world, but. Uh...
4: Would yeah, you follow, I'm, would you? Follow, see, I wouldn't yeah. follow. Like, I would probably follow the clips into the into the forest. Okay, they are successful, but like mostly on the rap side. I'll follow the clips to the forest.
3: It's going to be a mission to like secure cocaine. We're going to yeah, be selling drugs. Yeah, we're going to be selling drugs,
4: and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that.
3: Like in Kill Bill, you're going into I'm the middle of nowhere fine with that. Like, in Honduras or whatever the fuck to get some great cocaine.
0: Uh, guy said Art Art Blakely and the Jazz Messengers.
4: Okay, <laughs> Art Blakely and the Jazz Messengers is a hilarious answer
1: because I don't know who they are. So I'm going go He dug really low. I'm gonna follow Dave Brubeck, and we're gonna just smoke Dave cigars. Dave Matthews Band. I was just about to I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna out myself, guys. I'm a white guy. I'm wearing a master's hat. This is all you need to ever know about me. Like I am. I am announcing Dave who I Ma- am. On YouTube, if Dave Matthews posted right now, like a million people are, are are welcome to join me in the woods, I would go. I would I would leave. I would walk No out you like, wouldn't. Oh like I have a Dave Matthews sticker on my car. Actually, that's not true. I used to have a Dave Matthews sticker on my old car. I don't have any bumper stickers in my new car right now. But I love Dave Matthews, man. Like I just spent 50 dollars with the graphic design company that does all Dave Matthews tour posters. they had a, a warehouse sale and I bought five of them.
0: Oh my God
1: that's where I'm at life, Wow
0: so. following Santana and Rob Thomas but all they play is smooth.
1: I would actually do that <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Me and the Lumineers. since I've been out there
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the I would say like Mumford this and from 26- and this
0: is from our this our 2016 album. nobody cares.
1: <laughs> i would say mumford and sons but all their concerts seem to take place in woods so you're already there
0: yeah oh my god jesus christ um uh, falling <laughs> hansen into the woods <laughs> are we are we done Mm-bop. oh my god all right this bit has gone on long enough um I would follow hooting the blowfish in the woods. Oh hell yeah!
3: I thought about saying Darius
0: Rucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so another side comment. So for as a Christmas present,
0: hooting Project blowfish- Pat and Ghostface was a reply. <laughs> oh, that'll be okay, okay. Uh
1: Hooting the blowfish got together recently, two years ago or something. Valerie took me. You'd be surprised at like how. Shallow to Hoodie the Blowfish Well is, they played mostly cover Songs
0: <laughs> No way <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, like, played, What? They played their four hits and then it was just like Three Darius Rucker songs <laughs> And then it was just like they covered R.E.M.'s, Losing My Religion um, like We Dublin. can play
0: Hold Your Hand only a couple times Before we gotta go into Wagon Wheel
1: <laughs> Yeah, they, they play <laughs> Wagon Wheel No shit Yeah they played Led Zeppelin's Hey Hey, what can I say? Like it was I was like, I fucking love these songs. These are great. These aren't your songs. What is happening?
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Following the hologram of Tupac into the uh, <laughs> to the woods. <laughs> That's just All cyberpunk. Right. We're back to cyberpunk. All right, guys. We did it. We are off the rails, but we're wrapping up with a good draft, a very good draft brought to you by uh Dex Hinton. Oh, we don't have an order. Oh, we don't. There. Oh,
4: what's our topic again?
0: Uh actors next up on the Oscar list are most likely to win an Oscar, right? Oh, yeah, yeah that's right.
4: Actors, actresses who
3: will win their first Oscar this decade. Because that's this decade. I mean, that's kind of what this movie was setting up. Like Zanay and John David Washington, they have the chance to go on
0: their run now. With I don't know if John David will ever get there, but she'll 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 do it. She's got
4: to. I got one. I got an easy one. I we All right. we gotta get we
3: got four, yeah, we gotta get an order. So it is. What's our Lloyd, order?
1: Royden, Teach Ooh. Jake, me, Dex. So R.T.J.D. Okay. Royden, Teach, Jake, Dex. All right.
3: Number one. Y'all want me to live tweet these? Or right? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, you can I'll live tweet, tweet them. That. All right. Most likely to win an Oscar coming up. Support Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. We got to go with the brand. They're Taking number genocide. one overall. I mean, obviously, uh, someone later in this list is going to win one before her, but uh, support Florence Pugh, our queen. Great answer. Number Love one. that answer.
4: Um, I'm going with David Tyree or Brian Tyree Henry. Uh, he's oh, incredible. Really? Yes. Uh, as soon as they start, Wise Up as start giving this man leading roles. He's gonna win something. He's amazing. Right now, he's just doing everything they send him, and he's getting a lot of reps. He's good in everything. Uh, he's going to get a breakout role here soon. He's going
0: to be an Oscar contender in the next couple of years. My guy is getting his shots up. He is in every. He has he's never in turned. Everything. He's, he's never, in
4: everybody's movie in for Kong 10, versus, 10 minutes.
0: Isn't he in Kong versus uh, uh, Godzilla versus Kong? Yeah, he Kong? is. God He's in
4: everything. And a lot of these movies, he's in for 10 minutes, and you know he was on set for five days, and he just goes on to the next film. Uh, I love him. He makes everything better. His performances are always super genuine. He can be funny. He can be serious. He can kind of do everything. Brian Tyree Henry. That's what I'm picking.
3: Feels like it's a little bit of a reach at number two overall, but I can respect yeah. it. I don't want That's him fair. to become the,
0: the black character actor. You know what I mean? Because he has agreed to do so many things and he is great in everything. I don't think you said no to anything yet. I, I can't mean, you start saying no to stuff. Oh, <laughs> go
4: ahead. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say no to anything either. I would just be in there. No,
0: me either. Like, give me my money. <laughs> yeah,
4: whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Run me, well, I'll, run me I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there.
0: Hollywood does have a way of knowing if you're talented, even if you do accept everything that uh-huh. Nick Cage, even though we're talented, but he keeps getting work. So they're just like, you know what? Anyway, who's next? Uh, me Jake
1: alright there are some extremely obvious answers on the table and I probably should take them but I'm playing from the heart today Uh, I'm gonna take Chloe Grace Moretz no
4: oh nice
3: nice
1: I I hadn't thought about her yeah she has been in the game for 11 years and she's 23 years old
0: oh she's like god damn she's like the Devin Booker of like
1: the fucking damn she's 23 she has been around she's good. forever. And she, oh, apologies. She is 24.
0: Recently. Yeah, she's the Devin Booker of the fucking of the acting game.
1: She turned 24 six days ago. So, either way, like, but she's been around. I think, like, her first movie was 500 Days somewhere. Oh, no, there was others. Oh, there's been a lot. She's been in a lot. Of stuff. She's ass. been
4: in a lot. She's been in kick ass. She's been in everything.
1: She's been around. She was the, the child in Amityville horror. 2005 oh wow she's been around forever the
0: ryan reynolds
1: like, one she's made she's already been in i think so she's already i mean she's her wikipedia page now has the has its own page for her um how many things she's been in and yes it is the ryan Reynolds one so like she's been in everything and she's made some stinkers. like gotta agree she's made some stinkers. but she's she's 24 years like she's gonna hit gold
3: Was she the one that had beef with Kim Kardashian back in the day? Was that her?
0: Mm, I have no idea. I don't know. That was her. That was her. (laughs) She is picking bad projects, though.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, she's
0: she's made some. Like, she's in the new Tom and Jerry film, which, like, we talked about Brian Tyree Henry get your money, but like, (laughs) (laughs) come on. Somebody said Michael Wilbon to the l- least talented. Somebody person. Somebody would go
4: into the woods with with Michael Wilbon. That is
0: wow. That is, that is
1: dedicated to, I, to my you. friend Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs>
4: All right, Dex, who are you
1: picking? I will go into the woods with Michael McDonald. <laughs> what I, can't
4: believe,
1: like I can't believe
4: I can't believe you let me
3: take the young goat this late in the drive. That's <laughs> Saoirse Ronan. Duh. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I had to take for the fans. I gotta take. I gotta take Florence number one though. Okay. Yeah. I am not
4: into Saoirse Ronan yet. I she.
0: Has but she's not the young. Go- she, she's the young goat. She's the Meryl Streep of of this generation. Yeah,
4: she's the next Meryl Streep. Like she's. What is the one film I need to watch to see her future? Potential? Brooklyn. Did she Lady drop thirty
0: five in any of these games? Like,
4: do I, what do I need to watch. Brooklyn. Lady Bird.
0: And Lady Bird. I. Hate Lady Bird. Don't get me started.
1: We're out. (laughs) It's over. (laughs) Hate Lady Bird. I hate
0: it. Watch Watch Brooklyn. It's kind of in this. uh, It's but she's very earnest in that, and I I really enjoyed it.
3: And I like her in Little Women. I know you didn't like Little Women that much, but I like her a lot in Little Women. (laughs)
0: Tej hates women. Let's, uh, let's start it <laughs> no, there. No, that is not the best. We're starting that. We're gonna tweet that from our official account.
4: <laughs>
3: she Ample was also Ample she Ample was Ample also Ample. nominated in two thousand eight for Atonement, which I've oh, never yeah.
4: seen. But I've never seen Atonement. She's already got
3: four Oscar nominations. She's she's got God. Jesus. Yeah, she's Ooh. already got four nominations. Hopefully, she's, she's not. to 24.
4: You getting her at four is much better than me uh, not waiting to get Brian Tyree Henry in the <laughs> yeah. second round. So yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you yeah. that.
3: She's only twenty six. She's got four nominations. Oh, she's the young goat.
4: It is what it is. Great so job by your scouting department, Dex. Great job <laughs> by your scouting
0: department. All right, number two for Dex. That's a great pick. That was a good had time. to be. Had to be picked. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Who? Number five.
1: It's gonna take the male source running though. That's the question. Yeah. Mm. Don't take Chalamet.
3: Yeah, somebody's I'm not, got I'm not, to. I'm not Somebody
0: it. has to. I, I still don't see it me. yet.
3: We'll talk about it later, but I still don't see it. I don't it yet. see it yet either. I don't see it yet. Okay, number five. I'm gonna go Robert Pattinson. Yeah, That's, got Okay, That's, got a That's a good one. I see the That's a good one.
0: My Great man can pick. Act. I can see that. He's gonna kill that fucking Batman film. I got a feeling.
3: He's going to kill it. He He's gonna be good. He was really good in Tenet too. Like he was the coolest part of that movie to me my favorite
0: thing about rotten pat rotten pattinson good lord Uh, robert pattinson is that he doesn't give a fuck about acting though he doesn't care like he doesn't care what (laughs) he's like whatever he's like batman i'm not even gonna get ripped which is also like fuck you for like you should also get ripped if you're batman but he's like i don't care whatever i kind of respect that
4: yeah he's good i like him a lot I just wish Lighthouse he's great and was good time.
0: <laughs> I wish Lighthouse was a lot
4: more fun. Uh, he's amazing, in Tenet. and Intendant, I was like, wow, this guy's a star. And so yeah, I like, he's got yeah, it, I dude. See that, it. I see it. that was the yeah. first
3: time I was like, fuck yeah, Robert Pattinson's got it. Yeah, that made me hype for his Batman. All right, All
0: right. Jake. Yeah, Jake.
1: Man, Robert Pattinson threw me because I, I I gave myself like an age cutoff, like twenty-five or below, but I didn't really I played a different Uh-oh. game. My next uh, person is
4: older than twenty-five.
1: That's fine. I don't I played a different game in my head. Um, it's gonna be bad and I I think he's actually a piece of shit in real life, but I think he struck gold very early on and he's only fifteen years old. Taking Finn Wolfhard. Oh, mm. oh. <clears throat> i had him written down yeah like he i think i think he's already gonna turn out to be a young piece of shit like i think i can't wait till the stories come out when he's like 18 that he got like a dui and with like a stripper he just picked up like it's probably gonna happen but the kid like struggled with stranger things and he, he can bounce good off projects he can bounce off that for years to come
4: stranger things is fucking awesome he picks I love it.
0: And, and, and he's today. in. I mean, he did the same thing. He's in it too, yep. which like, both movies mm-hmm. are very mm-hmm. good. So like, he's picked. Uh, other than I think Goldfinch, he's picked really good
4: projects. Yeah, Goldfinch fucking stinks. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's fifteen years old. Like,
4: I think he's gonna be good. I like him.
1: He's gonna hit something.
4: He's gonna hit something. I didn't know he was a piece of shit though. I haven't. I haven't checked in on the Finn uh I, personal life.
1: Just, he started giving off those vibes of like I'm the reason Stranger Things is great. Like I'm already in it. Like he's, no. just, he's giving off that. <laughs> I mean, uh, he, I mean, he's just he's you basically kind sh- of enjoying the celebrity hood very young.
4: Hopefully he chills out so I can root for him. Hopefully. All right. Tej, all right, Way it's on day. me. Okay, uh, this is gonna be from left field, but my thought process is this woman. It literally never doesn't show up. There's going to be a time where she gets a banger as a supporting actress and she's going to win Best Supporting Actress in the next decade. And that person is Elizabeth Elizabeth Moss. She is incredible. I love her.
3: You are like the number one Elizabeth Moss fan in the world.
4: I don't know why I'm (laughs) alone on this island. Every time I see her and stuff, I'm like, this woman is better than everybody
1: else at her job.
0: She's great. And she commits to everything that she does. And she's been good since Mad Men, which shit is 12 years old now. But um She's gonna, yeah. Well, she's play I mean,
4: every yeah. down she plays hard every down. I just love that about her. She's
0: the Marshawn Lynch of of, mm-hmm. of actresses, uh, <laughs> and I think <laughs> this is this is tough to say as, as as straight white male.
1: I was gonna say she's the Dalvin Cook. <laughs> She's just the rock <laughs> of a middling offense. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, she's,
4: yes. she's not going to win MVP because she's not going to put up her offense, won't put up enough points. But she's going to be the linchpin in some offense that somehow manages to go uh, nine and seven and beat somebody in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, she carried That's the her.
0: invisible man film. Like, That's what about to say, uh, yeah. like just like Dallas, Cubs,
1: she's going to tear her ACL at some point. She's going to (laughs) terrorize her Her cousins, will not lead her to the promised land. That is
3: is
1: why, yeah, she's going to make the invisible man, but then she's going to rebound back. Also, I always love to draw this fact she was with Fred Armisen. Deal with that as you may. uh, I I think the reason
0: that people are are so out on her and like, don't get mad at me is that she doesn't Mm -hmm. have leading lady. Yeah, she looks, looks
4: to be a leading lady. Yeah, but she's
0: an incredible actress. It doesn't like take away, and obviously, Hollywood knows that. But and also because she's a Scientologist.
1: Oh, well, I don't, well, know. Yes, she, she is bad. actually that's uh, in, for Hollywood. That's in the pro column. Apologies. I mean, yeah, you can win an Oscar <laughs> being a Scientologist. That's not a yeah. disqualification, that's actually like <laughs> that's in the pro category.
0: But it is, that's why I feel like you're kind of, you f- You feel like you're alone on that island is because people are just, forget. People yeah. forget, man. She's yeah. she just
3: got to keep being dis- consistent. I've never been disappointed by her ever, but I've also never been like, oh yeah, she got next.
4: But yeah, you don't she, watch her and be like, she's the next big thing. Like when you watch Florence Pugh, like you immediately know like this, this Florence Pugh you lady, she's going places. I'm not, this is not the last time I'm going to see her. You like Noah? You its like a thing that Florence Florence Pugh has, where she just like takes up... To, you can't stop looking at her, like on the screen, like she just steals your attention away. She's just amazing. So yeah, Elizabeth
3: Moss is gonna—she's gonna walk into that Best Supporting Actress Oscar, like you talked about. Like, yeah, she's gonna One be right day. there next
4: to Elizabeth, uh, next to Lawrence Pugh, uh, and Florence Pugh, and they're gonna be in some film together, and somehow they're both gonna win because they're both gonna do oh, Laura 95.
0: Oh my god. You know, like fifteen minutes of wait. screen like fifteen minutes of screen time, she's gonna she's gonna like bust exactly. a triple double like and be like, ah
4: <laughs> it's gonna happen. And she has good she picks good stuff. She's gonna yeah. be in something that bangs. I cannot wait.
0: Um my number two overall pick is the Twitter favorite, Lakeith Stanfield.
4: Okay,
0: yeah. He's gonna win one. He may even be nominated. Uh he, he might be
4: nominated this year
0: yeah he, he and Daniel K- Kaluuya may be nominated both this year obviously Dex thinks different about that film but um, wait are you out on this wait, film what? Dex? What? no you like the film but you didn't think they were going to be nominated oh. oh I didn't think LaKeith oh, got was going to be it.
3: nominated I like Daniel Kaluuya I was like yeah best supporting act- actor he'll get the nomination but LaKeith I was like He's good, but I didn't, I didn't feel Oscar-y, his performance. Didn't. Well,
0: we may do that movie also, uh, Judas we and the should. Black Messiah. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's oh, my God. It's so good. I um, love I want to watch it Watch it again. We may do that film. So my number two, I don't think anybody, or my number three overall pick, my number two overall pick is uh, Lakeith Stanfield, which Twitter unanimously today was like, Lakeith Scott next which
3: maybe Com- compared to the other three i get it yeah uh
0: and obviously he's proven himself pretty worthy but my number three overall pick is one that i don't think anybody was going to take but uh margot robbie
3: i had her on my list too. okay yeah.
0: margot robbie okay, is uh she's been nominated and she's also a producer on several of her films now and i think she's going to continue to pick good projects but also we forget Margot Robbie is just about to turn 30. Yep. Wow. So like, fuck, man. Like, we're just, like, we've been lusting after this woman. I, I'm not going to lie. We've been lusting after this woman since 2011. And yeah, and she's only done nothing but to subvert the fact that not only is she incredibly great, incredibly great looking but also an incredible actress too and yeah i don't know she just she picks really good projects too and she made that harley quinn film actually pretty good uh when it had no right to be to be honest
3: but uh yeah yeah i've forgotten she's got two nominations already because she got it and then bombshell last year was she nominated for bombshell yeah, she
0: was okay. I thought she only had had I Tanya, but I yeah, she'll she's she's not this kind of person, but she feels like the Elizabeth Taylor of our generation, like for an old throwback reference for people. But yes,
4: whoosh. Okay, is it back to me again,
0: Cleopatra for you, youngins? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's your.
4: All right, my third pick. Jodie Comer. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. amazing. She she she's just so she's she's beautiful. She is such a like she has such a diverse skill set of talent. I think that she can do almost anything. I think that she, we're about to see her career really take off. So I'm picking her.
0: I mean, she's already won several awards for killing Eve. Uh, I think a couple of them means maybe a golden glove. Yeah. I was gonna say. Golden Globe. She's, in she's incredible already. on that
3: show, too. In that like prestige critic kind of zone, so
4: I want to see her on there. I want to see her in more movies. I hope that at some point we get to see her in two to three movies a year because I think she's really fun to watch. I like to see her in some really cool shit. So hopefully that can happen.
0: I'm interested to see how that Free Man movie actually ends up. I'm wondering and wonder if that's going to be entertaining with uh, our Free Guy with her, is that
4: the Ryan Reynolds Ryan, one? Ryan yeah, Reynolds, yeah
0: cool. the basically Grand Theft Auto movie. <laughs> So I'm interested to see if that ends up being any. I, it's not going to be good, but I'm interested to see if it'll be entertaining with her.
4: These are the kind of movies I want her to be in to get her feet wet before she starts doing like prestige shit, and like cool shit. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to her movie career for sure. I'm glad that she's doing films.
0: All right, Jake.
1: We we dropped his name a lot, and I'm surprised uh, he didn't get picked because I felt like. We said it a lot, but I'm t- I'm taking Daniel uh, Kluya.
0: Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, winning. Yeah. He's winning in the I next mean, five years. Like, if, I if mean, you had said that, two, if you had said that
4: two weeks ago, you would have looked like a genius today because holy fucking shit. Uh-huh. I mean, he's just good, man. He's just so good. Uh, it, Fire!
1: Uh, he already tasted glory because he was nominated for Get Out. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we'll get didn't out, get it. Yep. But like he's, I mean, much like Sorcha, like he's he's already been nominated, so he's he's now a household name. He's he's on the list. Like it's it's not an if; it's just a win in five years for sure. Also, one of my favorite movies of all time, Sicario. He's in it for like two minutes, right? but the dude is—he's awesome. He is giving it his all in like the two minutes of scenery he could chew.
4: He's in he's in widows for like seven minutes, and he, he was fucking the best steals part of the
0: movie. He was he's the best so part of Widows. <laughs> he's the meme from that. He's a meme. That yeah, scene no sends chills
4: down my spine. Every time I watch that scene, it literally spins, sends a chill down my spine. He's so fucking scary in that scene. He's so oh my god. That guy's had serious.
3: you had you told me beforehand that like the friend from Black Panther killing the cool kids would be like the dopest <laughs> movie scene ever. I would have been like, "What the fuck?" But dude, that shit was oh incredible.
4: God, that shit was amazing.
0: Uh, that that tweet with him and Robin Roberts, where he was like, "What would you get? What would you do?" Or whatever, and she was like fanning herself, <laughs> cold as ice. It's incredible. And he has a I like, can't believe
3: he has that. the American accent down. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. He has such a thick British accent when he speaks. And it's weird because he he sounds like a black person. Like he, he crushes it. Like th- the the way he speaks in the in the in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, it's just it's like a sing song kind of thing that he's doing. And it's just mm-hmm. so it makes everything that he says sound so much doper because of the way he's he's nailing the accent. Like he's that guy's just
0: amazing the the get out tier is is all time
4: yeah yeah dude, what a great dude, choice just, especially this late in the draft that that's i, I can't value believe
1: big. that he went this far
0: dude. Finding he's, value.
1: he's so good man well i, I originally Tom had Brady. him i originally had him on my list but because i limited myself i was like ah, it's gonna be young people so i was like 25 and down and i think he's
0: daniel Kaluuya is not old he's like 28 Right. But like I was thinking like, you know,
1: like kids, like super yeah. young, okay, yeah. sort of age where it's like they're they're barely breaking 25 or below. So once we broke out of that box, I was like, I got to take him. He's sitting right there.
0: All right, Dex. You got youth
4: in your team anyway. Carry you All for right. a long time. Uh,
0: uh,
3: I, have, I have a pretty long list because I had like 20 something people that I listed out. So I wouldn't forget names. I'm going to go with somebody who I think he just came out of a big role and I think he's going to do something Oscar Beatty to, you know, kind of establish himself more as a serious actor. I'm going Chris Evans.
0: Wow. No. Nope. It's coming.
3: I do not see it.
0: And I nope. love it's Chris coming. Evans. I it's do
3: coming. not see it. It's happening. I, I'm caught. I'm chris he, evans stock to the
4: moon he picks good chris projects evans has one goal it's to make the shit that a million and bajillion people will see he doesn't that's all he cares about he's no gonna, i mean i don't i don't agree money.
0: with that i don't agree with that i i he picks great projects knives out snow he picks really good projects outside of the marvel stuff but it's all in his lane it's nothing that he can't do and oh you don't take any risks no and like in knives out he was just a handsome douchebag in in the prestige uh snowpiercer he was the big brute leader uh-huh. like it's it's not anything that he can't do and he's a he's a decent actor but i i i He's very. I feel like he's very limited to. And maybe I'm wrong. Probably, but like,
3: and like, I I agree with you right now. But remember, we got a ten year window here. So I think in I think in this decade, Chris Evans is gonna be like, Nah, I gotta be serious. They gotta they gotta feel me. They gonna feel me in the gulag.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All time tweet from T. (laughs) Somebody gotta feel me in the gulag. What the fuck?
3: so i think he's gonna like take that take that role people oh are gonna god. be like oh my god chris evans
1: i didn't know he had it in him they're gonna give him an oscar off that i'm gonna, I'm gonna agree but in a disagreeing take i don't think he's gonna get it for acting i just i don't i don't see the vision be i don't a producer I don't make, or something i think it's gonna be the bradley cooper route i think he's gonna direct and i think
0: he's gonna oh I,
1: <laughs> this is not Does my take make something good this is my. This is not my take. This is Mallory's take because we were talking about Chris Evans not too long ago and that the man is just an all-American bread boy. He only cares about America. He loves to tweet his hate for Donald Trump and then he goes hangs out with Dan Crenshaw. The dude just fucking loves this country. So he's going to pick up some biographical film like Patton or whatever and he's going to remake it and it's going to be great and that's where he wins the Oscar. I don't think it's going to be that. Yeah, though. Uh,
0: that makes sense.
3: Okay. Makes I can dig that. Um, yeah my last pick this is a bit of a long shot because she's like 10 years old but i'm going julia butters because i i think she's got it man
0: that kid like like, messy being signed at like 11
3: that kid (laughs) has it like she is good man like once upon a time in Hollywood is what people would know her from. She's incredible in
4: like the few scenes in that that she's in. Oh, I had to look her up. She fucking crushes that scene. Dude, she's
3: she's amazing and she's she was like nine years old when they made that. And Ooh, she'll she post, crushed that scene. She'll post like videos of herself like acting out old movie scenes and shit. And I'm just like, dude, this kid is fucking amazing. Like so I like this. I, I'm calling my shot right now.
0: I like by the this. time
3: she turns twenty, she'll have an Oscar.
0: I like this. Siding Messi out of Argentina at <laughs> 10 years old. <laughs> all right, Jake. Final pick.
1: This is going to be controversial. I'm okay with Uh-oh. that. Let's do I'm it. I'm okay with that. This actress is is coming off one of the greatest series of all times that ended on a very messy note. She's picking some shit projects. In fact, I don't think she's really picking projects right now. But the visions there. I'm taking Macy Williams
0: really mm.
1: oh
3: see i thought you were going a different route with coming off like a great series but I, I game, feel you.
1: how game of thrones ended tainted her like people are so pissed that Arya got the the kill shot i get it it's fine i don't the fact that like the game of thrones subreddit is still going off and how pissed off they are like it speaks volumes i get it that's also a shit show it's tainting her right now But if you think about when we were talking about Game of Thrones, you talked about how much you loved Arya. You're like, that was one of everybody's favorite characters. Everybody loved how Macy Williams portrayed her. So I think if she just rides it out just a little bit longer and picks a really good project, if she just gets out of this, like, I want to be a kid phase, like, I lost my entire childhood because I was Game of Thrones, and now she's just out there partying and thriving. Once she gets out of that she picks a good project, I think think it's going to vaulter.
3: Yeah, once she stops doing, like, New mutants, or whatever.
0: Yeah. I was They're gonna like- say, <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't think she gives a shit about even acting anymore. I, she, I mean, like,
1: because she having to deal with the, the neckbeard Game of Thrones fans that are like still screaming at her on social media, like, How fucking dare you do this to us? So, like, if she does quit the game, do not blame her. If you want to go, um, what was the kid's name that played Jeffrey? He has like an old man name. It'll come to me later. If you want to go that route, you just want to give up on acting. I don't blame you because you have like the worst fans <laughs> the world's coming after you. But That's if she right. comes back, I think I think she's going to come back strong.
3: Yeah, she'll so definitely have that narrative going for her, like coming off of that. So we'll we'll see. I I can see the vision here a little bit. She's she got to improve somewhat and like grow up a little bit because she just comes
0: off. Got to develop a better jump shot.
3: She comes off kind of childish, like in every role that I've ever seen her in. Like even in New Mutants, yeah. it was like she felt like a little kid still. And she's like 20 something. But, you know, once she gets a little older, I think she's got a chance at it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Teej, your final. It's play. on me.
4: All right. So I'm reaching here in the last round. I'm 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 just betting on talent and we'll see because I don't know if she picks good films yet. But I'm going with uh, Anya Joy Taylor or Taylor Joy. Sorry yeah uh mm-hmm. just did queen's gambit her her stock is as high as it's ever been mm-hmm. she's actually been in a shitload of movies she mm-hmm. also has been in a music video with skrillex i don't know if that harms her or helps her career going
0: forward
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> um but I, I there's something i like there and i couldn't i spent most of i'm gonna say something uh slightly problematic um I spent most of Queen's Gambit thinking, one, like, oh, my God, this actress is pretty incredible. She's doing a great job. And two, thinking, I don't know if I'm attracted to this You're woman, right? like the woman playing her, or is it just right? because she's, like, super powerful and she's playing chess? I don't know, but there was something that really pulled me toward to her, not just the character, but the actress, and so I kind of want to see what she does going forward, so I'm going to take Anya Taylor-Joy.
3: Yeah, she just looks so, like, Alien, almost. It's like something like there's something about it there that's like just really intriguing. Like her eyes are really far apart. We talk about this. Her there. eyes are super far apart. But there's something there that it's like she's still she's still kind of hot. Like mm-hmm. still wood.
0: It's <laughs> a do- I mean, it's I a dominance.
4: I agree. It's a dominance. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't yeah. tell whether it was a dominance or because she's like an attractive woman. But her, I kept thinking, man, her eyes are like, uh, like a couple centimeters far, too far apart, and it looks weird, but. Still would, still would. So not her. So
0: let's see what she does. Not for nothing. (laughs) She was getting some fucking fits off in that fucking show. Yeah. She really was. Um my last go ahead.
1: What I was gonna say is like here's my favorite thing about her is like right now her safety net is period pieces. I think that's what Mm -hmm. she's being drafted for a lot. And so Mm -hmm. I think when she breaks out of that, if she does something weird, like even if she does like a, a spring breakers movie where it's like this is so off the cuff, I think that'll break it off. My favorite thing is granted. She uh, is of Argentinian and Scottish heritage, or British. She was bu- born in fucking Miami, <laughs> and she comes off. As somebody, if if you, I never told you that, and instead I replaced that with, she was actually like the third cousin of the Queen. You'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. you like, yeah, that makes perfect she's, sense. I'm into that. She just thought that vibe. No, she was born in Miami. I so she's, Like she's already vibing out here as a as a British actress from Miami.
3: I love how back-to-back actresses who we've, like, earmarked as super talented going to win an Oscar in the next decade were both in New Mutants. (laughs) That movie was fucking awful. (laughs) And that movie stinks. (laughs) Uh. Uh, My
4: uh,
0: my final pick is one that uh, may pay dividends right away. Uh, Drafting a college player for the MLB to come up in a couple of years. Immediately, like a college catcher, Uh, Riz Ahmed.
3: Nice. Ooh,
0: yeah. He's going to win for the Sound of Metal this year. Probably. If Daniel Kaluuya doesn't win, I mean, Daniel Kaluuya may win for Best Supporting Actor. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah,
3: it would be a supporting actor for.
0: Um, but Riz Ahmed. I still haven't seen the Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal was so brilliantly done and heartbreaking and gut wrenching that it left me with a new, like I already knew knew that Riz Ahmed was a, was a great actor, but this was, it puts you over the top where you're yeah, Riz Ahmed is it. He's, he's the guy and he can lead several films too, because not only does he have movie star, good looks, he's an incredible looking guy, but He's so something about his eyes or whatever yeah. is just it's so emotional and he can convey whatever emotion he's feeling at that exact time. Sound of Metal, a plus film that movie is incredible and he will win best actor this year for sure.
1: If you want, I like, watch a, that this week, I mean, obviously, watch that because it is a fan, Amazon movie. for free. Yeah, it is a movie. It is it, it's another one of those movies that you're gonna watch once and be like, I don't know if I can watch this again. <laughs> whatever whatever fragile emotional state i i existed This shattered it but if you want to watch him like on the come up and like really kind of expand his wings watch the hbo mini series the night of yes that
0: was a, i really meant to mention good. that
1: that is a series that like it, it, does not make you feel good. There's no part of nope. that series that makes you feel good because at first it starts out as like a Law and Order SVU episode where you're like, okay, some shit happened, but we're gonna resolve it. No, it just continues worse, and it's like it's a great critique of the criminal justice system and 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 racial politics and identity. Um, but, Incredible
0: John Turturro performance for some
1: reason. Oh, as the lawyer, yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. But yeah, like Riz and, and and that is. I think about that show a lot. Like
0: a yeah, lot. Night of is a is a great. That was one of the ones that I I didn't watch it when it come out. It came out, but I I threw I finished. And it's a mini series too, so it's like mm-hmm. six episodes. So I yeah, something like that. And his transformation in that from from you know uh, devout Muslim to mm-hmm. to guy like like not skinhead but shaved head, tattoos, built prison it's incredible it's so it's i mean it's so good but i mean yes
1: yeah. it's for a show that came out in what 2018 years ago like yeah that. like i mean he obviously gets found innocent after x amount of years in prison but it, like he he walks out and immediately just starts do- doing crack yeah. like his prison has just fucked him up but, like watching him just explore that space oh god like, yeah he's gonna he's gonna win something Every
4: year for a while. Yeah, I think about John Turturro a lot. So (laughs) I'd love, I'd fucking love John Turturro, dude.
3: Before we get into honorable mentions, we got to talk about the big two that we left off: Tom Holland, Timothy Chalamet.
0: Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet, I love,
4: I love Holland. I love him. I literally love him. I just don't think he's going to do anything that even remotely is cool enough to be win an Oscar. Well,
0: can he be Robert Pattinson though? Because we've already selected Robert Pattinson. Can he ooze sex like Robert Pattinson does? No, okay, to me, right.
1: but to the I don't think so. the <laughs> maybe. So here's my problem with him is I would obviously... take him
0: over fucking Finn Wolfhard, Jake. <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, going. Finn Wolfhard can break Finn out. Finn doesn't
0: c- have to be sexy yet. He's 15. <laughs> yeah,
4: we don't know. We don't. You don't never know here's yet.
1: My, here's my thing with Tom Holland is one a, a Marvel movie will never win an Oscar, and that's fine. I'm fully okay with that. He's gonna ride that to the end of time, and he's gonna be a billionaire, and he's gonna live happy and wealthy all for that. When he breaks out into different roles, like that, um, was that stupid Devil movie? Yeah, he just did
3: that weird cult movie with Robert oh, Duvanza. Like, so. Yeah,
1: I'm not gonna lie, I like that movie. I didn't watch it. So. I didn't it's, see it. It's intense. Um, I liked it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know if Tom Holland's devil a actor all the, yet.
0: Devil all the time on on netflix may change your view of that i want to
4: see that because i i want to know i love him he's like one of my favorite things about the mcu spider-man was my favorite uh hero growing up and i love spider-man i love tom holland he's the best spider-man him act yet
0: he's the best spider-man for sure i mean we've only had three plus the animated series but devil all the time may a, change your view of if he has it or not which i think
1: he, he has something
0: he has he has he, the, a gravitas
1: but i think he's going to be really? stuck. I, I i think i mean he definitely does have it obviously he has it he's he can make anything he wants i think he's going to be stuck in the daniel radcliffe box though yeah i think forever he's going to be spider-man and whenever he does anything else like as i'm watching dev all the time i'm like this is just spider-man That's with a Spider-Man. southern accent <laughs> and every time i watch a daniel radcliffe movie Guns Akimbo, um, was it Which is something pretty something entertaining? Man. nowhere Man, something Man.
4: Yeah,
1: I feel like I always
4: feel that way Army about. Man. Oh, I remember that. I feel yeah, that like... way about Daniel ratcliffe because I feel like he's not like he was good at playing Harry Potter, but he doesn't have like a broad range
0: of of, of like skill set. I disagree, though. You think he's th- good? You think yeah, like he does? I do. I think I think Daniel Ratcliffe. see it. I think Daniel Radcliffe is. I think he picks great projects, and I think he, he picks does. stuff that he wants to do, and I think he's good in it, and he commits to doing mm-hmm. it. Does that make a great film? No, yeah, <laughs> like, well, we
4: can't. So we can't unsee the Harry Potterness, like when no, it's just, like you, in his you, way. No, no. You
1: truly can't. And I mean, is that too? The credit of the fact that he started that when he was like, I don't know, like 10 years 11. old. So we yeah, we we grew we up. We literally with him. watched
4: him grow up on screen. <laughs> we literally watched him grow up on screen. Yeah.
1: So that like even adult him is still like the the last Harry Potter movie. So like it's like this is who you are to us. But like yo, know, oh yeah, Daniel Ratcliffe does some wild ass shit. Like he does what he wants to. And like part of it really is like I'm trying to fucking break out of the mold that bought my house.
0: He also has I, fuck you money too to oh, go. Oh, he absolutely
1: that. does. He absolutely does. Oh, yeah, that makes money. sense. But like, he, he, is, he is desperately, he will make anything. And I think part of him really does want to break out of his Harry Potter. Like, I, no, I'm somebody else. Like, he does the weirdest stage plays in the world. He picks the worst scripts. He can't. He picks the best scripts. Like, he, <laughs> he's, he's slowly encroaching Nicolas Cage territory where it's like, I will fucking do it. Uh, and I, I fear that that. You don't think that's Tom
0: that's Holland can break out of that? I don't know. I don't but know he I may mean, have better people like okay, uh, we're yet to see what the what the um, Anthony and Joe uh, it, R- Russo oh, Thank Rousseau? you I was gonna say Rizzo yeah. like the baseball player but uh, Anthony and Joe Russo can can do outside of that. I mean they've made a couple of films since then and they produce mm-hmm. a few films since then. I think Cherry was their directorial uh debut since that and I, I have yet to see any reviews on cherry with tom holland and and them but uh i think because of that and because of the draw of the mcu he may be more he may be better connected than daniel radcliffe ever was mm. my also, counter- i think
3: is that- i think tom holland plays a better american than daniel radcliffe does true so he'll yeah. get more projects
1: that's fair my only counter-argument is that the people building that is Disney. And you are stuck with Disney for life.
0: Yeah, but Disney owns Fox now. They they don't care about doing rated R projects anymore. Yeah, I know. know, but still. So that's interesting. And then Timothy Shalit Mays. Uh, I, I just
3: don't see it, man. I'm, I'm not there. Like Maybe
4: it is there, but I... Just, I do not see it
0: yet. I, I do not see it. Yet. I haven't seen Little Women. Uh, he was in a movie called uh, The King. Com- he was well, yeah, okay. on Netflix. Of he was it's okay. It's okay, and he was decent in that. He's doing a, the fact that he's not British is weird.
4: Uh, yeah, he feels very British. <laughs> he feels British.
0: Yeah, feels very uh, Dickensian orphan child. Um, the fact that he's not British is weird, but yeah, he was British. Wasn't in
4: he? Movie. He's also called me by
0: your name. Yeah. And, and 11, Lady Bird. So, yeah. And Lady Bird. Yeah. So yeah, he feels like well. the next. Call me by your name. He feels like Johnny Depp. I mean, he was in the, the what do you call it, commercial? In the Super Bowl. Oh. He's, He's also going to be in Dune. Edward so hands. Can, yes. If he can Man. go crazy
4: in Dune, then that'll help me see it maybe because I'm super excited yeah, for Dune.
3: Yeah, Dune will be where he has to prove it to be. Like, He's hey.
4: got to show me something.
1: If Dune crashes, that's taking his career with him because people love Dune, and if that sucks, everybody he's, involved.
4: Timothy Chalamet is in three films that everybody liked except for me. Actually, four films that everybody liked except for me. So I don't see it because every time I watch a movie that he's in, I don't like it, but everybody else does, and it doesn't do anything for me.
0: All right. So, Dune is a Dune is a who's who of who could win an Oscar. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. If if he goes crazy and Dune. And with all that talent surrounding him
0: in that film, then maybe I can see it. But I have not seen it yet. Dune is a who's player. (laughs) Dune is a who's who. Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Timothy Chalamet, Josh Josh Brolin, Brolin. Jason Momoa, Javier Bardem has an Oscar, but Oscar Isaac was somebody we didn't have in this. True. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. He's actually done cool shit already. He'll he'll win an Oscar. He's he's on that. Yeah. Um, he picks nothing okay. but heaters.
4: He picks heaters and he picks stuff where he gets to like really show the range of his of, of his talents. He does a really good job of the stuff he picks. So I like and it. he
3: gets to be the best part of a lot of the stuff that he's in. Truly. Really?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Um now that we're at the end of the draft, I'm gonna do what I do with every draft and I'm gonna panic drop somebody that I didn't actually fully believe in because I didn't understand the rules. Are you,
4: are you dropping Wood, Wood uh Finn Wood Wood Wildard? Whatever his name Wolf
1: is. <Wolf> dropping Finn Wolfhard, and I'm picking up off the wai- waivers, Dev Patel. Oh, I was hoping shit, you were yeah. going to
4: drop Kalu- Kaluuya so I could pick him up and <laughs> drop someone off my team.
0: Nah, you don't draft Kaluuya on the waiver wire. Come on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's a lot of, like, older people who I thought about drafting, like Glenn Close,
0: uh, sure. Helena nah, Bonham Bottom- Carter. part that's not the point of the draft, though. I mean, See, it's
1: not, but still. So that's where I struggled because I was like, like, if you want to play that game, then like you can go into like Jake Hall or Tom Cruise, Smith, Jesse, Beagle, Plemons. Beagle Jesse, Jesse Plemons, Viggo Morrison.
0: Jesse Plemons hovers, around, he hovers around this though because he's only like thirty. Yeah. Jesse, Jesse
4: Plemons is the male version of Elizabeth, Elizabeth Mall Yes, they are. The okay, my yeah.
0: God. Yeah,
4: yes. Yeah. Neither one of them have the looks to be a leading person, but they all, they all, they both pick cool shit and they fucking crush every performance you're always going to appreciate them but can they do something that doesn't require them to be good looking to where they can body it maybe in the
0: supporting role and win an oscar that way jesse Plemons, mark texas native
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> love Jesse
0: Plemons. He's Jesse Plemons was the funniest character I've ever seen of my entire life in Game Night. If you haven't ever seen Game Night, Dude,
3: it's Oh my
4: god! <laughs> Holy shit! I
3: Game didn't know that he incredible. could be funny.
4: I had never seen him be funny, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh my god, this guy's the funniest part of this very funny movie. Like, yeah, love... we're
3: used to just saying him be a, like a like racist, adjacent racist. <laughs> scumbag, <Yes>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> racist or racist adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> I love taking part of games of chance and skill
4: good lord it's so funny I love Jesse Plemons man I also had ScarJo
3: and Sarah Paulson because yeah, I can yeah. see that coming the only Sarah, reason, Sarah
4: Paulson that's a great answer
1: the only reason I don't like Jesse Plemons is because he was the character I identified most with in Friday Night Lights yes because yes. he killed the guy in high school they, yeah the
0: character that kills a man and they never address him i hate that i ooh, (laughs) sorry sorry i ooh, i hate that part of that show that show is great from start until finish except for the very middle part where they're like oh hey remember when this guy killed someone they burned his body in a gully and everyone was like hey forget about it remember remember oh i remember i remember that (laughs) shit that shit pissed me off i hate that
3: Oh, All right, I got a question about a child star that we didn't bring up. How do we feel about Noah Jupe? Wait, uh,
0: wait, 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 wait,
3: wait. Ford v. Ferrari, Quiet yeah. Place, Honey Boy. Oh! Uh, this is the kid from Honey Boy!
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He or the um, guy from uh, Taiku ATD, uh, Jojo. uh
1: Rabbit. Um, what is that
0: kid's name? It, it, it's yeah.
3: something like he's got three names like, Rome, like Griffin. Roman Griffin Davis. Davis. Yeah.
0: Oh, Thomas and McKenzie was another one we didn't mention in the she's gonna win.
3: Oh, yeah. She's, yeah, she's good. Roman Griffin Davis is
0: 13. <laughs> uh, can you imagine?
3: Noah Jude. they don't have his exact age. They say fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, maybe <laughs> no <Noah Jude's laughs> Wikipedia <page. laughs>
0: That's amazing.
3: His, his, birth, his birth year is two thousand four slash two thousand five. Like nobody <laughs>
0: knows. Jack Easterby a fucking actress? Oh, like <laughs> what? Um, yeah. There, I mean, there's there's several people we didn't mention. Millie Bobby Brown. Also, she'll probably win. Yeah, yeah. I
1: don't know. You don't think so? Eh. I don't think
3: so. Eh. I really can I can see Emmys. I can see Emmys. Really? She doesn't give me Oscar. I'm, vibes. Not bad. Oh. I'm also
4: still. You? Do. She doesn't give me Oscar vibes. I can, I'm I can still see very
1: it. much caught up. I'm, I'm still caught up in the the her and Drake thing that I've I've completely uh, lost her acting.
4: That's a good point. That was the weirdest story I think that I've
0: seen in a long time. I like this. I, I can don't,
3: see, I can see her getting an Emmy. I don't, I don't see, I don't see the Oscar vibes. I don't she's been the nominated names. for
0: like Golden Globes and shit. She's, she's
1: on that. <laughs> she's on the trajectory. I did not see a Holmes, but I know people loved
0: it. It was good. Yeah. All right. Anyone else?
3: I had one that was going to be a little out of left field.
4: Oh, I want to hear this. Do it.
3: Because I could like see him transitioning to like that one serious role, kind of like Adam Sandler. But Adam like actually winning an Oscar instead of getting snubbed for Uncut Gems, Andy Samberg.
0: Ooh, can he do the? Can he? Can he traverse the? Jim Carrey, where he was in so many good projects that should have been nominated for Oscar. Can he traverse that?
3: I don't know. I don't know. This is why I didn't draft him because I'm like I'm not all the way sure, but he's a good actor. I
0: think. I don't think he gives a shit. He doesn't. No, I really Yet. don't. He does not care. He likes to make funny shit. I think that's who he is.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know, but the talent's there. He could. I think he could do it if he really wanted to.
0: Rip. He could come close. Rip to Brooklyn Nine Nine coming to a close. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, uh, if you haven't watched it, Palm Springs one of my incredible one of my top 10 films of the year i i love that movie i'm gonna probably it was re- fun. i'm gonna probably rewatch that pretty soon all right that is oh, been...
3: one more young goat Haley steinfeld can yeah you, like i yeah well, she was days.
0: nominated at like 13 yeah <laughs> shout out Haley steinfeld all right uh you can follow us at the one take pod on twitter that's number one take pod on twitter and instagram we will be Posting on Instagram a little bit more, uh, all of my terrible Photoshops. If Jake can't do them, you'll see one. You'll see one from this episode, Malcolm and Marie. That was a movie that we talked about this episode. Um, <laughs> Malcolm and Marie. Our next episode, what are we doing? We're going to do Judas and Black Messiah. What are we going to do? Kill Bill? Sounds good to me. <laughs>
4: you one of those works. Yeah, we're, Kill we're Bill g- needs to happen. They we both will, need to happen.
0: We will do a Kill Bill 1 and 2 very, very soon. And uh, we'll have a couple of people on for that. I I feel like we'll have, have to have a discussion about that. But uh, Judas and the Black size is a new movie. We'll probably try to get that done here in the next couple of weeks. But uh yeah, Dex, what are we doing?
3: Hashtag support Florence Pugh.
0: Florence number one, Pugh number stock one.
3: to the fucking moon.
0: Dogecoin to the moon. Uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, so thank you to Tej for coming on. Tej, where can they find your unblocked content?
4: Oh, I need to remember. It's uh, Les underscore humble Tiege. Um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, find me there. Thanks for having me again,
0: guys. It's always fun. All right, man. Thank you for coming on. You can find us at One Take Pod <laughs> on all platforms. Hey, do us a favor. Go on iTunes if you're listening to us on that right now. Rate us a five-star review or four-star possibly three star well okay but rate us five star follow us on you know spotify oh. or google plus or not google plus that died <laughs> R I P. Ago. good lord google <laughs> podcast thank He's you very much google plus. <laughs> thank you very much for listening to us Ooh.
1: can we just Brad. go ahead and, and claim that title we're the number one rated podcast on google plus
0: yeah we'll do yeah. it yeah, number one check us. number one rated podcast on google plus we out